0: All right, he's going to come and give us the word. No need for an introduction. All right. We all we all know him. And so uh, we look forward to what God has to say in and through him. Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: Good morning. It is so good to see y'all. Um no, give yourselves a hand. I mean seriously, give yourselves a hand. Um, because uh the last time I was here there was um empty chairs. So you were missed. <laughs> Those of you that were here. You were truly, truly missed. So it is indeed a pleasure to see your smiley mass faces. Amen. <laughs> we do give honor to God. Um, and we thank. <laughs> what is it? All right. How's that? Is that it? It's on. Okay. All right. So, um, I'm giving uh, give honor to God. Um, who is the really the author and the just finisher of my faith. Can we give my Lord a hand? Praise, please. He is doing great and awesome things. And no matter how dark it gets, the brighter our lights should shine. I give you greetings from Mount Pleasant Church and Ministries where Bishop Johnson is a fine uh, uh, um, shepherd and um, I'm just so thankful to have this opportunity to be with you um, today. Can we give your visionary, your man and woman of God, a hand? Yes. As I looked at um, the definition of an anniversary, it said a yearly celebration of an event. And I can remember when, um, your pastor and first lady were, uh, really in at that time, my singles Bible study because <laughs> it was the churches, but I was the one that was doing some things. And, um, I'm just so glad to see. Um, how God is prospering them and how the Lord is using them in ministry and I just uh, deem it a honor and a privilege to, uh, to know them um, and to of course be able to say that in some kind of way I had a part in whatever the Lord is doing uh, in and through them. Then I want to give yourselves a hand. This is your anniversary. This is your day so you need to give yourselves a hand I also was thinking, I remember when, uh, at the, uh, the conception, when, uh, uh, before the, um, the upper room was official and, uh, both, uh, pastor and first lady, uh, were talking about some of the things that they were doing. And of course, sometimes before the conception, sometimes you don't know the real, the real, uh, value and what's going to come. So I'm just, uh, so proud of what, uh, the lord is doing through this branch of zion and through uh the persons that are here so with that being said let's um get ready for the word most gracious father we thank and praise you for this time this celebration of what you are doing in the lives of your people your man and woman servant lord that you have set over this house but then also the house that you have set them over So we pray right now you would just bless us. You would speak to our hearts and our minds that you would give us insight in the actions that uh, we are to do as a people. We bless you for this time together. We know, Lord, that things are, are happening on the left and on the right. Sometimes, Lord, we can take our focus on that and not on you. But we pray right now that we can always, 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 always find solace in your word we bless you for this time in jesus name amen so the in, the interesting piece and i've 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 preached uh here for a number of different events and the interesting thing is usually the people that know me even in teaching i just get up and teach and i just just do what i do um but um as i was reflective of this opportunity and you need to know that you are the first uh, anniversary I've done. You will help being complete my minister bucket list. <laughs> you are helping that. I told pastor, I said, he needs to do a revival and once I get a revival in my bucket, I will have I have fully then completed the minister's bucket list. I've married, I've buried, I've done conventions and conferences, and this is the first, and I got a double header. Some people only get one. I got both. I got a pastor's anniversary and a church anniversary. So I am a blessed man of God. So what we want to do is, as I asked uh, um, Pastor what, you know, what, was there a theme and everything, and um, then I looked up, really, because this is your day and this is um, a celebration of what God is doing, I looked your mission statement, and you should know it, um, but it says this, the Upper Room Worship Center exists to teach and make disciples of Christ who can effectively influence their world through everyday life experience. Your vision statement is, in order to accomplish the mission, the Upper Room Worship Center will reach non-believers, which is evangelism, and connect them to the body of Christ, which is fellowship. Teach believers how to mature spiritually, which is discipleship, and to help others ministry and service as they live lives that are pleasing to God's worship. Your passion statement is, changing the world, one life at a time so today for a few minutes i just want to lay to 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 lay before you this thought a pastor a plan and a people a pastor a plan and a people and my three points for you you scholars out there and people taking notes, because I know you do, because I've been here and your pastor makes you take notes or <laughs> helps you take notes, is that a pastor, <clears throat> point one is a pastor with a plan. My second point is a people who pray. And then thirdly, as I finish and go to my seat, a purpose for praise. A pastor with a plan are people who pray and a purpose for praise. And as I thought of a good example of what to use during this celebration, my mind took me to one of the events that you may know or may not know was the dedication of the temple and the dedicatory prayer of King Solomon. So in 1 Kings 8, starting with verse 22, it says this, Then Solomon stood before the altar of the Lord in front of the whole assembly of Israel, spread out his hands forward toward heaven and said, Lord, the God of Israel, there is no God like you in heaven above or on earth below. Who you who keep your covenant, important word, covenant of love and your servants who continue wholeheartedly in your way. You have kept your promise to your servant, David, my father. With your mouth you have promised again underline promised and with your hand you have fulfilled it and it is today now Lord the God of Israel keep for your servant David my father the promises you made to him when you said you shall never fail to have a successor to sit before me on the throne of israel if only your descendants are careful in all they do to work before you faithfully as you have done and now god of israel let your word that you promised your servant david my father come true a pastor with a plan I don't know what you may think but if you can remember when the upper room became a reality whether you understand it or not there had to be a plan it wasn't an accident it wasn't as if you walked into a place you walked into a ministry that basically had to be planned and I can't tell you and I guess you can only ask Pastor and Lady Thompson uh, about the hours and the, and the time and, and the meetings and I can't even begin to think about just you know w- with the finances and questions that but I'm telling you you are here today because somebody had a plan. Now, it's one thing to plan something, you know? Some people say, you know, I want a new house, or I want a new job, and and you think about it, and you get your resume together, or you go and you you, you get the land, or you get the house. But a plan ain't a plan if it's just a plan. Meaning you have to have the unfolding, you have to have some development, because that plan that you have, as much and as great as the plan is, there are gonna be obstacles. There could be some trials there could be some temptations and i again cannot begin to tell you as from the point of your conception to now how that plan may have had to be adjusted but the one thing that you can go to bed wake up tomorrow morning is that god has given your man of god a plan now some things he may not understand Some things you may not understand, but I'm telling you, whatever he says, whatever comes out his mouth from the Lord, you got to know in your Noah that, wait a minute, there is a planner that's above the planner. There's a planner that's behind the pastor that's telling him and showing him what needs to be done. See, what you don't understand was Solomon was now here praying for a temple that he had almost nothing to do with because it was his father David that had the plan his father David was the one that was getting some of the things necessary so all Solomon was was walking in the fulfillment of the plan so my word to you upper room is today one of the things you need to make up your mind and and, and, and commit to is, God, if you give my man of God the plan, I'm going to follow the man of God. Because, again, there's someone behind. It's not about him. It's not about You don't hear Solomon talking about nothing about what he's done because he realized this was a covenant that God made with his father David. So who do you think was responsible for making sure that that plan came forth? It was God. So again, I want you to realize that your pastor has a plan. Some things he may share with you, some things he may not. That does not matter neither neither here nor there. All you need to realize is in your mind say, God, you've given my pastor a plan. Now use me, my gifts, my talents, my abilities, my finances, my resources to help the plan you've given to the man of God come forth. Amen? Amen? I can't begin to tell you how many people that are now multi-million dollars, people that had started with just an idea, had no idea what God was going to do Some things they didn't understand. They were just just being who they were. But if you talk to them, you'll find out that sometimes God will take what seems like insanity to people, to average person, and he will bring it about for his glory. So remember, you have a pastor with a plan. Now, my second piece is a people who pray. So one of the things that's real important, we have to look at exactly what the prayer of, the prayer was that King Solomon prayed. And in, in verse 62, it says this, then the king and all Israel with him offered sacrifices before the Lord. Sixty-three. Solomon offered a sacrifice of fellowship offerings to the Lord, 22,000 cattle and 120,000 sheep and goats. So the king and all the Israelites dedicated the temple of the Lord. On that same day, the king consecrated the middle part of the courtyard in front of the temple of the Lord. And there he offered burnt offerings, grain offerings, and with the fat of the fellowship offerings, because the bronze altar that stood before the Lord was too small to hold the burnt offerings, the grain offerings, and the fat of the fellowship offerings. So Solomon observed the festival at that time and all Israel with him. A vast assembly, people from Libo, Hamath, of the Wadi of Egypt. They celebrated it before the Lord our God for seven days and seven days more, 14 days in all. Sixty-six on the following day, he sent the people away. They blessed the king and then went home, joyful and glad in the heart for all the good things the Lord had done for his servant. So we want to talk about the prayer that actually Solomon uh, made. Because that's really what's important. Because we need to look at exactly what was it that Solomon was saying and what was it that he was actually trying to get to. So when we look at the actual prayer, of dedication. We find well, I don't do papers. Uh, excuse me. That Solomon's uh, temple dedication prayer was one of repentance. See, beloved, as much and as well as we think we are, again, we constantly fall short. And in this situation, we see that as he was dedicating the temple, that he wanted to realize, and he wanted to let God realize that he and the people were a were had a a heart of repentance. So the problem was that he says uh, he talks to them about their sin, and that is the problem that all of us have. We have a sin nature, and again, we need to always realize as as good our good is as filthy rags but the attitude that he wanted them to have is first one of um in being intellectually aware of what was being done then he wanted them to be sorrowful for what they had done and then he wanted them to resolve so we find that he said have there was, in a radical change for Israel's basic attitude, they would be obliged to turn their heart or to repent. Again, it said that they should repent from all their mind and with all their heart. So as he prayed to them, he prayed to God, and this was his prayer. In the dedication, he wanted to make sure that there was nothing blocking his prayer from God. That's why when we when we when we pray, we should always first confess those things that we've done knowingly and unknowingly because sin separates us from God. It separates our communication with him. And what Solomon wanted him to do, he wanted he wanted before the people. He wanted them to realize. Wait a minute! Even though this is fine, this is a celebration. God has done great things. We not we need to realize that when we do sin, that God is willing to forgive us of our sins if we first repent and turn back to Him. I have a number of. Of, of kids, uh, students this year, I have the fortunateness of teaching fourth graders. And it's really interesting because um, fourth graders uh, can be rascals. They can, really <laughs> they can really be rascals. And I think I, that I like about my class this year uh, and all of their development is when I talk to them, because I don't, you know, I, yell, I don't chastise, I talk to them. We have a talk. They always look at me, yes, Mr. Baker. All right, Mr. Baker. You're right, Mr. Baker. And then they go back. Now, do they change? <laughs> do they change? Their heart is right, <laughs> their attention is good. But I see for them that they recognize that, hey, you know, wait a minute, I've done something I shouldn't have done. And because of that, I want to do what's right and sometimes in the morning when we're talking and we have issues i had what i call come to jesus meeting with them i tell them you know folks my heart is sad you're not making me feel happy and i think that's the same way god feels when we do things that we may think is okay we think it's all right but really we know is wrong when we do though when we say things that are wrong when we think things that are wrong, as you know, as as much as we may want to do it better, God's heart is broken, and all He wants us to do is repent, to turn from that to something else. I have a number of God children, in my, and and, and I have a one specific God daughter that, no matter what I say to her, whatever, whatever, all she, I'm sorry, I apologize. Well, what can you do with that? <laughs> What can you do with that when children come to you and they're like, I'm sorry, I'm wrong. Yeah, I got it. And I'm like, let me get mad. (laughs) You can't get mad when a person has a repentant heart. So what God says is he wants his people. So I don't know what's going in your life. I don't know what you need to repent for. But what happens is I know that when God, through the Holy Spirit, puts his finger on it, just confess it, and then forsake it. No matter what it is, just confess it, and repent, and forsake it. And the thing about it is, God in His loving, what I used to teach forgiveness. Oh, I used to love this. I, I would, I would write on the board all these. I mean, tell me the worst thing in the world. Oh, lying, stealing, everything. I said, yeah, write on the. Oh, I write all these things on the board. So I said, now, when we ask God to forgive us and we mean it and we really are repentant, I said, God erased the board. I said, what does that mean? I said, you remember what was up there. But if we even go back to God five minutes, an hour later, day later, say, Lord, I want you to forgive me for cutting off that person and saying them words. He's like, what? What are you talking about? That ever happen? God who knows everything. When he forgives you, he forgets. And I can't fathom that. I mean, people have done some things to me. You know, I've done some things that I just can't forget. But God, who is sovereign, is, who's, who's in now and eternity, you know, eternity future, and he was in eternity past, he forgets because the blood of Jesus paid for every one of our sins. So the sin you're going to do, his blood paid for it. So God can forgive you and forget it. Because Jesus on the cross said, it is finished. And he forgave all of our sins forever. Now, the Bible says, does that now mean that we should go around here sinning, realizing that we are forgiven? He says, no but that should, have, that should break our hearts that already the stuff that I did, the things that I said, all that stuff, no matter how, from, from my birth to the day that I leave this world was nailed to the cross. And not just mine, but the world's. Only a loving God, a holy God, a righteous God, can do such a thing so i don't know about you but that's the purpose for prayer praise a uh, purpose of praise because then you find out that they the next part of in in um in kings we find this last part That says praise be to the Lord who has given rest to his people just as he promised not one word has failed of all the good promises he gave through his servant Moses may the Lord our God be with us on as as he was with our ancestors may he never leave us nor forsake us may he turn our hearts to him to walk in obedience to him and keep the commands, decrees and laws he gave our ancestors and may these words of mine which I have prayed before the Lord be near to the Lord our God day and night that may he uphold the cause of his servant and the cause of his people Israel according to each day's need so that all the people of the earth may know that the Lord is God and there is no other and may your hearts be fully committed to the Lord our God to live by his degrees and obey his commands as this time that's a reason to praise that's a reason to praise the Lord because he is faithful he has been faithful from from the from the very beginning. He's going to continue to be faithful. And because of his faithfulness, we can praise him. Because even though, and I found this sometimes myself, sometimes when I am the lowest, I've had some sad events. I have that, I said, Lord, I want you just praise you. Yes, it does. I don't feel the praise. But I'm going to give you the praise. And as I begin to thank the Lord and magnify his name and give him glory and bless his name for what he's done and for what he's doing and realizing who I am and what I've done, a wretched, undone, I ain't worthy, I don't need to do it, but because of that, he loves me so much to look beyond my faults, see my needs, meet my wants and do everything else. I have no reason but to praise him. (laughs) Well, Well, what about, you know, is situation we're in, well, I'll tell you like this. I don't know, Pastor, had it not been corona, I might not be here. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know if I was with your heart before corona, but I know that as I look at the situations and I look at what's going on, people talk about the new normal, and I'm okay with the new normal, but there's some things I'm just gonna do. They ain't gonna never be out of my normal. Worship is a part of the normal. There ain't no new normal. Yeah, I've been worshiping on TV. I watch people. Yeah, I've been worshiping, you know, on the radio. But I'm telling you, the Bible says let us come together. So, so, so again, all these people that now want to change and say, you know what, there's a, no, Corona-19 is is not going anywhere. Corona 20, Corona 21, whatever, whatever it is, I'm telling you. But I think the thing that I, I looked at when I saw it, I said, look how God has got everybody's attention. Who can shut down the world but God? People were doing things <coughs> that they may never have thought about doing. God has been about a work. So you have to look at situations and say, There's God. With God, you're in this. I may not see it. I may not understand it, but I'm going to praise you anyway. If He chooses to tell you about it, praise Him. If He doesn't choose to tell you about it, praise Him. Just praise Him. And I'm going to tell you how you praise Him. Just say, Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to your name. I tell people that if there's a song, your favorite song, put it on. Listen to it over and over and over and over and over again till it ministered to you. Because the issue is, there is a purpose for praise. So the a pastor with a plan a people who pray and a purpose for praise, what is my charge to you today? So pastor... I want you to remember what God said to King Solomon in 1 Kings, Kings 4 9. And God gave Solomon wisdom and understanding, exceeding much, and largeness of heart, even as the sand that is on the seashore. And Solomon's wisdom excelled the wisdom of all the children of the east country and all the wisdom of Egypt. And if you were to personalize this, and God gave Pastor Thompson wisdom and understanding exceeding much in longness, largeness of heart, even as the sand is in the seashore. And God gave Lady Thompson wisdom and understanding exceeding much in largeness of heart, even as the sand that is on the seashore. My charge to you people Jeremiah 3 15 see some of us don't understand that pastors are really a gift because it says and I will give you and this is God speaking pastors according to mine heart which shall feed you with knowledge but not just knowledge also understanding <coughs> I don't have a choir so as you for a minute just just steal away in your own little tent want you want this song to minister to you and then I have my final words.
2: In the Lord <clears throat> I will trust in the Lord will I die I will trust in the Lord I will trust in the Lord The Lord, I will trust in the Lord till I die. I'm going to stay on the battlefield. I'm going to stay on the battlefield. I'm gonna stay on the path, so be till I die. I'm, I'm going to treat, right. treat everybody I'm going to treat, right. treat everybody I'm, right. I'm going to treat everybody
1: I know the only thing that I would like to add is this.
2: Trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus, but to trust and Obey, trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus. You'll be happy in Jesus if you trust and obey.
1: A pastor, a plan, and a people.
0: amen amen we thank you for for that message for that word amen amen we thank you for that a pastor a plan and a people all right and um similar to what we were talking about just as we were finishing up genesis right god is is all about trying to develop a people living in his kingdom you know under his rule and um in, in order to do that uh he has set up you know small kingdoms right the church. Um, all over this world where people can hear the word and come to Christ, amen. Amen. We thank you for for that word, we thank you for coming to fellowship with us during our anniversary. Um, uh, again, I'm not gonna you know make comments, I did that last week, but um, you know, not this is not just about me, it's about all of us, um, and what we all do in order to, to make the upper room what it is. And um, you know, I want to thank. Um, you know, again, Minister Baker for coming out. Um, always able to uh, talk to him and, and bounce ideas off of him. Um, ever since I was uh, was a little kid, all right, and, um, and he's been correcting me ever since. So, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it, it's it's so good to be able to um, have relationships with people that literally is decades long that um you know that there's still you know in your life and we um are able to call one another friends right not just you know we not, don't just serve in ministry we, we are all friends so um thank you for, for for coming out and uh fellowshipping with us and um on this this great occasion right um i don't think we have any other announcements or anything else to uh, to, to announce, just make sure you pay attention to the announcements that are in the, in the um, that's on Faith Life. Um, uh, don't forget, we will be meeting on again on Wednesday at Bible study. All right, um, I'm at seven o'clock. Um, no more cell groups, we'll, we'll um, our cell groups are over. We will begin again in February, right? Um, even though there's still being flu season, hopefully, you know, we'll still be able to start back up as usual. All right, so we'll be putting out. Um, uh, we'll be keep keeping track of everything that's going on, but we'll be start putting out information for that in December. Um, I Think that's it. I'm good. All right. <laughs> I gotta make sure. You know. <laughs> um, don't forget. Um, again, we aren't passing out um, passing out um, envelopes and things, right? You can drop those things um, in the uh, offering basket on your way out. And um, I want to thank everyone for the donations that, that we made to uh, the Ethiopian Outreach Ministry. All right? Um, thank you all for always uh, being uh, committed to supporting all the things that, uh, that we're doing to spread the gospel around the world. Amen? Amen. All right, let's stand on our feet. I'm going to ask if Minister Baker would come back and give us our benediction and prayer. Oh, one one last thing. I'm sorry. Um, uh, I, I know I sent out the the message. Uh, hopefully, everyone got it. I'm um, just continue to pray for uh, for Janelle. Right, I'm um, her um, aunt passed away. Uh, today is going to be the viewing and the service because of her, um, you know COVID-19. They piling everything together, um, but they they have a reduced number of people that can be at the funeral home and things like that. So that's why we didn't send out all of the. Uh, arrangements and everything but you know continue to keep them in prayer um, you know phone calls and, and, and text messages you know she uh, greatly appreciates all the messages that she's gotten so far so just wanted to give that to everyone
1: I um, constantly like to encourage because as a, as a uh, man of God my job is to educate but also is to encourage so I want to encourage all of you <clears throat> during this time uh to just appreciate those people that are around you to send that they come to mind give them a call give them a text send them a card if need be send a word but we don't know because everybody has an expiration date when that last day will be the last day But then also you don't know what another person may be going through and how that phone call, that